be the world champion with a body like that. I am Johnny freaking wrestling. And that's the bottom line. And now, your world podcast champion. And welcome to another edition of Rumbling Reality. Travis, I am almost awake. How about you? Awake, like fully awake since about 8 a.m. So yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm already way ahead of you. Oh, I've been awake since 7.30 a.m. I've just been laying in bed. So that's Oh, okay. <laughs> so uh, Travis, Carmella, and uh, uh, what's his phrase? Um, Corey Graves seem to have taken over the internet the last 24 hours. With the report surfacing of his, uh, I guess now, estranged wife uh, mm-hmm. saying that they've been having an affair of sorts. Which, man, it's, it's a pretty nuts story. Uh, so what have, what have you read so far? What do you think about it so far? So the, the way the story has gone, and there's been a small update apparently since this morning, mm-hmm. um, I guess the way everything has read out is Corey Graves' wife, um, I can't remember her name offhand. Amy something. Uh, that was good. Yeah, okay, that's right. Ironically. Amy, <laughs> Amy Dumas. Sorry. <laughs> I think it's Amy Polesky, I believe yeah. is how it's pronounced, or Polinsky, something like that. Um, she went on Twitter, I believe is what the first uh, meeting was last night, and said something about how um, Corey has been messing around with a certain WWE star, and she, I think, would go on to fa- – um, name out Carmella, mm-hmm. who I guess had made an Instagram video talking about how uh, she was wishing, uh, I guess, Corey Grayson and, and Amy's, wife, uh, Amy's daughter, daughter uh, a happy birthday. Yep. And then I, there's the update has been that I guess Corey Grayson, whose real name, his first name is Matt, I don't know his last name, but I guess she took a screenshot of a text he had sent her saying that if she doesn't basically quit talking about this, that the company would sue her. And the thing is, is that's not, that Corey, that's not accurate, bro. Like, she can talk about this just fine, and a company cannot sue her, especially yeah, if it's true. Yeah, I was saying the same thing. I think we're just trying to get her to quiet down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's... Honestly, though, it doesn't make her look, I know it's, if they're estranged, I'm not saying anybody's right or wrong in this scenario, but if, if they're not together and this happened, fine. But if they were together and this happened or has been going on for a while... That's pretty shitty by Corey. Because he had, uh, as she was even saying in her original post, he had drug problems, alcohol problems at one time, you know, and then, of course, his career got cut short due to concussion issues. Um, and she stuck around through all that. And if that's legitimately how he's going to treat her is by, you know, rewarding her loyalty to him by cheating on her with Carmella. Yeah, I think she has a little bit of a right to be pissed, you know. That's... Uh, yeah, I, I agree with that. I mean, and she's at home taking care of the kids while he's out traveling the world, and, you know. Absolutely. So. You know, she's supposed to be able to put his trust, her trust in him, and if he was stomping all over that, yeah, that's straight douchebaggery right so, there. So does WWE put Corey Graves on Elimination Chamber panel tonight or no? Oh, absolutely. They are? I guarantee you they will put him on there. Really? I th- every time – a wrestler has been in some kind of hot problem. They don't put him on the panel. I think the last time it happened with um, what, what's a, a Tunga. Very well, maybe right, but I mean remember, him being one of the lead commentators. You remember that now, right? He, do what? You remember that now, right? The whole Tunga thing. Yes, yes, I do. Uh, with the whole Jennifer Hudson blaming him, saying uh, that he had domestic abuse problems and things yep. like that, which turned out to be false to begin with. I know, so it was I mean, sad because it really hurt him. Actually, I felt like at the time. It, yeah, and it, and it really could have. Fortunately, you know, the facts were on his side there. The thing with Corey, though, is he's so instrumental to the commentary team because he does the color analyst for Raw and SmackDown. So I highly doubt they'll they'll leave him off the show tonight. Yeah, I mean that's true, but it's I mean this is like a I mean this is a freaking huge topic right now. So I'd be re- I would be really amazed if they put him on there. Honestly, um, the crazy part also though, man. They're saying that, you know, this could also be a big thing um, of why uh, Enzo Amore and uh, Big Cass didn't really make it either. I don't know if they're sure or not, but let's, let's, let's hear this. 
So Big Cass is obviously grilling into Corey Graves about all this too. <laughs> sure. You heard about all this? I did. I did not hear that Big Cass responded. No. So, oh yeah, Big Cass has been going nuts on him. Um, so, uh, let's see. You the fair's the- been taking place for quite a while, hasn't it? Yeah, they, well, they've been arguing too. So remember that time that he long time ago when Graves and him were like kind of cool, and he said my son just ran to second base and danced like Enzo Mori to celebrate I failed as a father. Mm-hmm. Remember, and remember all they had a few little back in the day. Uh, I'm trying to find out where. Uh... Apparently, though, that that was a lot of that feud was pretty true to life. I guess they they yeah. didn't necessarily get along with each other. I'm trying to find the exact words so I don't mess this up. Okay, so uh, Enzo Mori. Uh, retweeted a picture uh, of the video with him and remember that one behind the scenes like a uh, video interview they had with Corey Graves and Enzo and then Enzo you know what I'm talking about or no yes you're talking about it was the it was the whole like behind the scenes no, thing that they were trying to do with Corey yep, yep. Uh, Enzo commented on the video on Twitter and said here's, here's what's real about this number one great actor number one great heel straight to the source with Corey Graves and Enzo Amore <laughs> And then, and then he posted again, uh, February sixteenth, last night at seven thirty, in another picture of Corey Graves, and with quotations: "My kids love you. I love you. I'll blow you." He just pulled up Enzo's twi- uh, Twitter account just to kind of see what he's been doing, and I just saw that as you were quoting it too. Yeah. So, so uh, Enzo's not holding back because if you know, if you remember, Corey Graves seemed to have it out for Enzo on the mind. I mean, I don't know if it was a work or what, but they didn't seem to actually like each other. And that's what made that's what made the interview well uh, work good, I think. So what what the funny part is, Travis? Why is this why is this kind of gossip, this kind of backstage stuff, so interesting? Why do we feel the need to talk about it? Obviously, it's popular, it's trending, but why does everybody like get so into these things? I mean, that's like the hottest topic right now. Every news site's going crazy over it. Hey, these are people that still are. I mean. Let's I mean, call it what it is. They're celebrities. Yeah, you know? so it's so, kind of like exciting to see a celebrity, like almost like, almost like a human. They have to, you have human problems too. They're not just like you know some god. They're like an actual like us. They have problems. They have backstage stuff going on. Is, is that what is that what's interesting about it, or what do you think? That's what intrigues a lot of people is because these are guys that you know we we see watching on TV and everything like that. And it's one of those things where we would like to think that these people are definitely. Uh, people that we can relate to and everything like that. And then when stuff like this happens, we idolize these people as being almost godlike figures. Um, and then we see stuff like this and realize that they're actually human. You know what I mean? They have human problems. They deal with emotional stuff just like we do. And it brings it all back to reality. But then that also is the stigma that comes to that as well is because you didn't realize that you're, sometimes your heroes are the best of people that you would hope they are. You know what I mean? Well, bottom room, real, realist cheaters in the room, I guess. I don't know. And, and I feel bad for, for Corey, uh, not for Corey, his but wife. for his wife. Hell yeah, man. That's just freaking sad, man. This guy's already on TV all the time. He obviously has a lot of fans and a lot of people are going to be on his side and he can always get another girl you know, obviously, because he girls, you know, just love, you know. I don't know. Don't say everybody, but a lot of you get more. You have more fans, and more girls are willing to, you know, get on top of you just for the fame aspect of things. And it's sad that this girl. I don't know the whole story, but it seems like a good mom. She's raising her kids, or the dad's always working off the road. Just it's a sad scenario. Um, okay, let's go into some wrestling. Oh, actually, real quick, how do you think this is going to affect Carmella? That's which is kind of wondering about this. You know that that's a good question because I started thinking about that too, and. For one, and this is where I will say that this is all allegedly, because we still don't have proof that, indeed, that it was Carmella who he was messing around with. But indeed, what I, what I feel what I feel bad about this for, for Carmella is that if she is completely innocent and she hasn't done anything wrong in this situation, her name's getting drunk through the mud. I know. You know? That's the thing, too, is like she probably just maybe was talking to him after Corey said they're, they're her and wife are done. So, I mean, I don't know. I think Carmella's a little smarter than Carmella seems like a good person. Like, just interviews and stuff, she's, like, she's really nice. I don't know if it's true or not, but... 
and I would agree with that, but let's also let's not forget. And I hate saying this, and I and I'm not trying to bring up old stuff, but I mean, we probably all thought that about Lita too back in the day, and the stuff that happened with her and Matt Hardy was crazy. Oh yeah, that was very true. But you know what? Lita had a little edginess to her, so it was maybe a little bit different, I guess. Carmella seems like like I don't know a little more nicer, like more PG friendly. Lita just always dressed kind of you know scandalous and seemed kind of like you know edgy and stuff. So. It, it wasn't a it wasn't a gigantic shock when I was younger. I was more just upset because Matt Hardy and Beth Hardy might were my guys, but but that's a good good point though. Um, yeah. Okay, next. Uh, top, what else happened this week that we should talk about before we go into elimination chamber stuff? Well, let's talk about one of the biggest news that came out from earlier this week. The Undertaker's contract with WWE has now expired, mm-hmm. and. So that goes into he had, he was nowhere in the talks to be on the uh, WrestleMania card. So that makes a sense as to why because his contract expired and it sounds like he didn't renew it. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, he is now signed on to appear at the Starcast convention, the Starcast Two convention held in Las Vegas the day before AEW puts on their first pay per view, Double or Nothing. No, so a weird time in a weird area, but it is definitely and. And Conrad Thompson, the guy who organizes the StarCast events, um, it's a wrestling convention, and he made sure to put that out there. He's like, this is a convention for wrestlers and wrestling fans. This has nothing to do with AEW. I don't have a joint ventureship with them or anything like that. It just so happened that Cody got in contact with me and asked me, hey, the first StarCast before uh, All In was a success. Would you like to bring it back for the second one? And he did. So... Signing him, though, to make a non-WWE appearance outside of his uh, WWE contract, I think it's really his first big wrestling appearance outside that WWE contract. That's huge. I think it's his biggest one ever. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And that, that speaks volumes to where we're at in the wrestling landscape now, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. That, to me, I was like, I wonder, it's almost like events like are sending out certain major stars to like go recruit people. <laughs> it is and and you and i've talked about this a, a handful of times that right now wrestling is in in my opinion has never been in such a more successful state of area now mm-hmm. uh since the 90s like and the, and and i and i explained this to somebody else too i was like when we were in the 90s we had it really, ECW, is. It really is booming do what it really is booming though it is because, and and this is why I compare it to the '90s. Because in the '90s, we had three major companies, all that were making some kind of noise. We had ECW, WCW, and WWE. Obviously, and of the two, Sorry. of the two though, we had WCW and WWE making the most. Mm-hmm. So now, flash, flash, twenty years later, essentially, and we're in the hottest period of wrestling that we've been in in over a decade. You know, we've got so many different outlets. For wrestling content now, you've got WWE, New Japan, we're about to have AEW, you've already got Impact, Ring of Honor, MLW. There's so many so many different avenues now for people that are wrestling fans, and that's not good just for the fan, that's great for the wrestlers as well, because now they have more than one area to go apply their trade and their craft to, and potentially build on it, you know? That's, that's awesome, that's great for the wrestling industry as a whole. So, oh, yeah. I I couldn't be I couldn't be more stoked about this time period, you know. And and speaking of that, with New Japan, real fast, Jay White is now the IWGP Heavyweight Champion, which makes him one of the very few foreigners to ever hold Japan's top prize. And he did it in such a young age, at 26, I believe, is when he uh, is now uh, New Japan Champion. So he's one of the youngest champions that has ever held that title. That's that's incredible. I had no idea he was champion, so you, I have not been mentioned at all. That's sad. Just to kind of put that into into perspective, yeah. the youngest IWGP heavyweight champion, I believe, was uh, twenty three years old, and that was Shinsuke Nakamura. Was that so? Really? Wow. So he's up there with some names now, you know. I mean, he's holding the same title that AJ Styles held before he came to WWE. Same title as Brock Lesnar, same title as Nakamura. Uh, Kenny Omega held that title just a year ago. So yeah, that's that's a huge title, you know. That's and it's and for a foreigner to wear it, it's very 
rare over in Japan. What's up? Besides Kenny Omega, who's the other other foreigner to wear? You know, Styles is one. Omega oh, is Styles, one. Yeah, Jay cool. White. Jay White is one. Brock Lesnar is one. Um, Brock Lesnar? Oh, you're right. Yeah. Yes, Brock Lesnar is a former IWGP Heavyweight Champion. His little stint over in Japan, uh, where he actually fought and defended the title against uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, mm. Little trivia there for you. Uh, I remember that. Yeah. Right, uh, right off the top of my head, those are the ones that come to mind. I, I think maybe um, Vader may be in that, or Stan Hansen could also be in that same running, but do not hold me to those because I cannot confirm. Nor How long do you think he'll be champion for? In a rebuilding phase right now um, because they've lost a lot of their top stars with AEW coming into the yeah. fold. But it's, it's the same with Ring of Honor, too. Ring of Honor's having to change some things, too, because uh, those same stars that were leaving uh, Japan, are the, they left Ring of Honor as well. So they're in the same situation of rebuilding. Um, in my opinion, I think they're going to keep him champion for a minute because they're going to have to build up a super baby face in order to uh, combat I, 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 Jay White, who's now the leader of the Research Bullet Club. Yeah, as a Jay White's a bad guy, usually, right? Mm-hmm. He actually sided with the Bullet Club uh, late last year, and... Essentially, he has become the leader of Bullet Club now, mm-hmm. and they're in, they're looking at rebuilding Bullet Club to being the original faction that they were back when uh, Prince Devitt, aka Finn Balor, was the leader. So yeah. So um, couple, just touching on a couple quick topics. Um, there are are they? I'm not sure if you're down with this or not, but they really threw Kofi Kingston in the mix really quick, and they're like having articles about why Kofi should win the thing. I'm like, and they have him on the freaking cover of the Chamber pay-per-view. I'm like, this is kind of nuts. They, what happened? What, what, you know? And you know what? That that whole performance by Kingston, for a second I was going to have to call WWE out on it because at first they were going to be like, I think this is the longest that anybody has ever wrestled in a single match on SmackDown. <laughs> And they were coming in at like 54 minutes when they made that comment. And I was like, um, did y'all forget that Brock Lesnar and Kurt Angle did a full Iron Man match back in 2003 on SmackDown? So, no, he has to break 60 minutes before he no, can see, even have a play thing, really. That was SmackDown. This is SmackDown Live. They're different things now, right? <laughs> Technically. I disregard that, that completely People stupid comment. People say those things. And those people are morons, so I'm, well, I'm just can, saying. I'm just saying, I don't know. It's the same damn show. Right. <laughs> but anyway, that being said, uh, Kingston pulled off, uh, I mean, it's the Seth Rollins performance yeah. of, of SmackDown. I mean, that's exactly what he did. And honestly, I wouldn't be mad if they actually gave Kingston a shot at that. The guy has yes, more I, than I earned it. I agree. And I think, and what's amazing is so many people gave him so much praise after His that run with Randy Orton, I actually liked, and they screwed that up somehow. Do I? His run with Randy Orton, I really liked. Unfortunately, I think that was part of what set him back down the ladder a little bit because I guess of oh, a yeah. apparent so spot bad, that yeah. he that he botched back in the day. But that's I've always thought happen, Kingston though, man, had you know? the potential. Yeah, I mean that's just going to happen to botch here and there. Randy Orton botches once in a while too. Jeez. But he was in a obviously he was at a a higher level than what Kingston was back then, so it's more important when he says, "Hey, this guy messed up," you know. <laughs> oh yeah, that's 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 a good point. Um, I just want to touch on that base. So, what do you think changes of him actually winning are though? Oh, um, they're really, they're really, I think we'll get into that. A, we'll we'll get into that a little bit more here. Okay. Come our elimination so, chamber I about the most majorest the majorest thing that happened. I should say majorest is um. Um, Becky Lynch is not supposedly in the WrestleMania match, and Charlotte Flair is inserted into it. <laughs> hey, let's let's go ahead and clear this air right now. We all know this is for storyline. First off, first off, as we talked about this on the last episode, I am not a fan of the triple threat idea whatsoever. Um, and I really hope that come WrestleMania they somehow get that out and. It just is a straight-up one-on-one match because that's what people really want to see is Becky and Ronda one-on-one. They don't want to see Charlotte into that mix. And I think I wouldn't have had an issue with it if we would have gotten Becky and Ronda back in Survivor Series. But the fact that 
obviously Nia Jax breaking Lynch's nose caused the wrinkle in that game plan. I don't think people would be so up in arms about seeing the one-on-one match had we got it then, and they probably would be more open to the triple threat idea. But because we didn't get that, and Becky Lynch is the hottest thing going right now in WWE, Mm -hmm. that's one of those things where people want to see Ronda and Becky against each other because it's intriguing if the story writes itself. And why do we always, why, why does we always just have to insert either Charlotte Flair or some kind of triple threat match for WrestleMania? I don't know. It's it's, it's getting really old. Like they don't have any kind of like, I don't know. Because you know it's gonna happen. It's probably gonna happen. I, I don't. In me, in my opinion, what I think is gonna happen. First off, did you see the breaking news about the live events? Yeah, uh, or the yeah. live event where yeah. Becky, Becky Lynch quote injured her knee. So, yeah. if, you're, if you've been paying attention last night or this morning, guys, WWE, WWE posted that Becky Lynch interfered in one of Charlotte Flair's stuff, thing, matches, whatever, and then Charlotte Flair mm-hmm. re-injured Becky Lynch's knee. Yeah. So, again, it's it's safe to assume that this is all storyline. Yeah. Um, it's interesting that they're adding the live events into the storyline to progress it, which is great. Yeah. But... But again, I don't want to see Charlotte, Becky, and Ronda. As I said on the last show, this would be the third triple threat match that involves Becky and Charlotte within a, uh, with, uh, within a year. We had Carmella in the first one at SummerSlam. We got Asuka at TLC. Now you're going to throw Ronda in there for Mania? Like, come on, guys. Like, you don't they need really to have Becky and stuff. Charlotte. Do what? They really just overdo matches we've already, we've already seen. Or I mean, it's just too many, I don't know. They just moved. They just moved a piece in and out. That's all it was. They yeah. kept two of the same pieces, and then they added a couple elements to quote unquote make it different. But it doesn't make it different. It's just more so of adding something that doesn't need to be there. Agreed. And I'm not a fan of it. And I don't know. I don't know if anybody else really is a fan of it or not. I'm sure people will eventually, if they do end up going with the triple threat, I'm sure the triple threat will be amazing. It'll be a good match, but preferably I still want it to end up being one-on-one. Uh, Revival is now champion, man. Tag team champions. What do you think about and that? They're te- well, they're teasing the, the re-debut of the classic tag team titles, too. Did you see that? I did not. Tell me. Tell, tell us about it. So... Dash Wilder, I believe it was Dash Wilder, sent out a tweet uh, the next day or maybe it was on Wednesday after they won the tag team titles, and all it was was a picture of the classic tag team titles, like the ones from back in the day when we were kids. Um, he, he tweeted those pic- that picture back out, and uh, there was two of them, and that's all it was. There was no caption or anything with it. And I started thinking, you know, that would make a lot of sense for them to do that. They're called the Revival, so why not revive the old tag team title design? I mean, I would, so, that's actually got me excited because I actually like the old tag team design. I, I prefer just there be tag team titles that are actually gold and not the <laughs> copper ones that we yeah, had for a while yeah, and now the silver-plated, silver-dollar ones we have, you know? <laughs> Yeah. I mean, is it just is it just me, or do the women's tag team titles that we would get to see crowned tonight, do those look more like tag team titles than the two that they've got for the they two actually, brands? Actually, right I actually like the new the women's one. Look pretty good. I do, too. I, I like them a lot. The only I thing I don't like NXT, is that the males has to be silver. I also think that's why NXT titles are so badass, because a lot of them are like, the, I don't know, the NXT UK and all these titles. It's like, that's what fans actually want to see people have, not these, like, you know, these things that... I, I'm not sure if they make them for, like, toy purposes. Like, oh, this will probably be better to replicate for toys. You know, <laughs> what do they think that's, of the mind? That's exactly the design behind it. That's <laughs> why we've got different color straps now is because they want to appeal to kids. They want to be able to produce to all, items you know, that everything. kids want, you know? Um, you Me know, personally, I, though, I never... Like, the color of the strap never wavered my my thought of wanting a, a, a toy title back when I was a kid. I, I still wanted them. You know, I wanted it to make it look like the actual title. So, yeah, I still wanted the toy titles when I was a kid. <laughs> uh, dude, I, I, I mean, I think my, me and my brother forgot which ones we had. We had, like, um, dang, I know I had one. But when I growing up, I always wanted the Stone Cold, uh, Stone Cold one. So bad. Smoking Skull Belt. Smoking Skull Belt, yeah. Always. You know what I'm saying? That's one of my favorites. Um... Well, I mean, I'm, at the end of the day, I'm a kid that sort of never really grew up because back when Toys R Us was having their uh, clearance sale, yeah. I went and bought the replica uh, championship toy 
uh, commemorative title there for like sixty bucks. So yeah. <laughs> originally, when it was priced uh, before they went out of business, they were selling it for one hundred and twenty. So I got it for half off. <laughs> wow. uh, dude, it's it's pretty legit too. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> oh, you told me about this, yeah? And you actually called me and told me, remember? Yeah, and it looked, dude. It's like the the actual size and everything. It's just I think a toy you called me, and I like went over there, and they were sold out or didn't have the one I wanted. So I was like, eh. Pretty dope though. Like I was, I was kind of stoked, and it does look like the actual title. It's just a kid form of it, or uh, not a kid form. It's just a a, uh, a toy form of it, but it looks just like the actual title. So yeah, I was like, yep, that's that's pretty cool. I don't usually buy stuff like that, obviously, anymore because I'm not a child. But yeah. that one was just too well designed. Where I was like, yeah, no, I want that. Not so gonna lie. we haven't talked about uh, Jimmy Uso. All right, let's get into Jimmy Uso, and then let's get into the chamber. So, um, we, if you're paying attention this weekend, or for the Friday or Thursday? Thursday? Thursday evening. Thursday evening. Uh, Travis, mm-hmm. you're, you're better at telling these things while I'm trying to do the other parts of the sound. <laughs> Tell a story for us. So, so long story short, uh, Jimmy Uso was arrested uh, this past week. I believe it was down in Florida um, because, unfortunately, he had some uh, – it was a DWI – not a DWI – but it was uh, an intoxicated charge. He was, he was uh, I think it was public, public intoxication. Um, but I can't remember all of what the details were with it, except they did arrest him for public intoxication. And I will not be surprised to see either one of two things. The match with the Usos and Shane and Venice tonight either going extremely short where they hand off a victory to them in a very quick fashion. Um, really? I, I would not be surprised if that happens, but the one thing you can rest assured of is the Usos are not going to win the titles at all tonight. So, um, WWE's shown that in the past when people get, have arrests take place and stuff like that, they don't they don't reward their people when they have something like that happen, especially so when it happens really so close is, to Travis, a pay-per-view. The reason why I really brought this up, Travis, is of the rumors of that... First thing, supposedly Naomi got arrested. And that's why Jimmy Uso went off. And then Jimmy Uso, Jimmy Uso tried to fight the cop. And then Jimmy Uso realized he was being stupid and sat down. That's what the reports are by TMZ. But the new reports coming out are saying he did this. Naomi and him both did this so they can get out of their WWE contract to join AEW. People who actually believe this rumor. Uh, people, yeah. I mean, who would get into legal trouble just to get out of a WWE contract? Yeah, whoever, first off, whoever started that rumor, bravo, because it sounds real enough that where people would believe it. Um, and second off, for the people that do believe it, y'all are dumb. Like, I think like, like, like a Fox seriously. News or something, like somebody like who was reported, I guess, and like it was kind of like hint, like hinted towards that. And then all of their major news sites, instead of reporting, they just hinted towards it. They're like right under the part about the whole the whole factual part, like of him, you know, getting arrested and what, what all this stuff. They put, oh, and WB, uh, WB wrestlers are starting to jump and blah, blah, blah. I'm thinking, okay, I see what you're doing here. You're trying to insinuate he's doing this to jump. I'm like, come on, this is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, Get the, whoever thought of that is probably just uh, playing off of the, uh, the rumor going around that uh, the Usos are not happy with their contract and they have not re-signed a new contract yet. So, a lot of people think that when their contract is up, that they are gonna that they were gonna jump ship to AEW, which they really could, and I guess that could add fuel to the the fake story there of they're doing it to get out of the contract. Um, they're so close to being done with their contract that that would make no sense at all for them, for him to get arrested just to try to get out of it when he's so close to fulfilling it anyway. It's, so, it's just funny how people assume everything's a work now. They just assume everything's a massive work. I'm like. I like. I'm pretty. Sh- I'm pretty sure people were saying the Corey Graves Carmella thing is a massive work. I'm thinking, what the hell? People are losing their minds these days. They're really, truly. They they have lost their. Um, I don't know what's it called. <laughs> I don't know what's the right word. Grass- they lost one. Of the, they lost one of the three eyes, man. They lost intelligence. <laughs> hey, that's hey. Good job, buddy. Yeah, job. integrity went away a long time ago. So I mean, good job on that one. Um. <laughs> So, I think that covers all of the main topics. Let's get into some Elimination Chamber. Um, first of all, how, before we get into the match card, how do you feel about it so far, sir? What, what I mean so far, you feel like it's going to be a good pay-per-view? Or, um, you know? Hmm. Yeah, it's just, it's just there. <laughs> oh, that's sad. I, 
It, it, it is, <laughs> but I mean, we get so many of these now that it's just like, yeah, I'm, I'm not really that like huge into the pay-per-view, but we'll see what goes on. I mean, it still has potential to be a really good pay-per-view. Yeah. Uh, let me make sure I have this whole card right before I say it. And if you want to check out the card, updates of the card, where to watch, how to watch, blah, 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 sign up for the network. You can go to rumblingrumors.com. Okay, and our first match, Travi, is going to be um, – I don't want to do the chamber matches first. I'll start from the bottom. Uh, Braun Strowman versus Baron Corbin. It's now going to be a notice qualification match if you've been paying attention or not. And honestly, let's let's call a spade a spade. Baron Corbin's not winning tonight. It's Braun Strowman all the way. I know, they always make Braun lose every major match and every pay-per-view match, so I would not be surprised if Baron Corbin won some underhanded way. I'm going to call it and say that Braun's going to destroy Baron tonight, and I hope he does because uh, Baron needs to get out of that god-awful tight freaking skinny jeans and his stupid little button-up vest and his dude, stupid I, little button-up shirt. I, I, I've been kind of digging Baron Corbin I like Dude, no, don't you dare start saying you've been digging Baron Corbin. Like, you need to knock that stuff off right now. Okay, so I watch interviews with him and stuff um, on the Van, Van, what the hell is it called? But, you know, he just seems to be more into wrestling than I thought he was just doing it for the money and he's, I don't know, whatever. But he seems to really care about his character and really cares about, like, being this bad guy. And to me, his bad guy character has really been coming through since he, even since he's been the general manager, which I have stated before. Don't give me crap. I have stated I actually liked him as a bad guy, as a GM. He was doing pretty well. But so, what do you mean? What do you What do you mean? Uh, don't like Baron Corbin? Why? What's wrong with Baron Corbin? In, in general, he's doing what he's supposed to do. He's getting hated on, which is great. Like I'm not I'm not taking that away from him at all. Yeah. I'm just saying that he needs to stop wearing the stupid GM suit to wrestle in. Because oh, well, it looks, that stuff, I don't mind him changing. It looks, by that. God, I ridiculous. Mind, I, don't mind him I actually, damn, I'm not saying his long hair changed him or not, but I really liked him in NXT a lot. Definitely is not the same character that he was in NXT. Um, and yes, he was a lot more, to me, he was cooler when he was in NXT, personally. Um, but now that we have this version of Baron Corbin that we've got now, um, Yes, he actually was a guy that originally was signed, and he only cared about the money and things like that. But as Triple H even gave him props years ago on an NXT conference call, this was a guy who had no desire really to be in professional wrestling. He was a, just an athlete that we hired. But when we started training him and he started learning the aspect of professional wrestling, he was one of the guys that grew to actually love it, you know. It, he was not one of the guys that's like you and me that's watched this our entire life and grew up loving it. He's a guy that was picked up to just do the role, and then he ended up loving wrestling. So, so no, I give it. I give him his credit there. I'm just saying he's doing he's doing such a good job at his character these days because he's so easy to boo because he's a freaking yeah. punk. You know what I mean? So oh, yeah. yeah, I want to see him. I want to see him get beat up. He is being <laughs> a great heel. Yeah. Uh, so, but I'm still picking Braun over him. So okay. So I'm I don't know. I'm picking Baron Corbin. I, I just feel him Baron Corbin. I, I think Baron, Baron Strowman. They've done nothing with him anymore. They keep every time I get excited for him, they just keep messing up on it. I'm done. I'm done investing my time in Braun unless they want to keep him consistent. Sorry. Um, let's see. Intercontinental Championship handicap match: Bobby Lashley and Leo Rush first Finn Balor. Uh-huh. For your take on this, so what do you think? I don't, Who do you know, think's man. Going I don't over? even know. I don't even know if I'm. I don't want to say I'm Bobby Lashley. Is things growing on me? Because I really, really want Bobby Lashley to succeed this time and to be. Last time it felt like it wasn't like something. Something was not there for him to be a major star. And I feel like with Leo Rush for some reason, I didn't like it at first at all. I kind of don't really like it, but it's as a heel, it's kind of working. You know, it's lovely. It's. It, I don't want to. I hate saying this because I know a lot of people are going to draw a little bit of this. But, but you know where I'm going to go with this: the Leo Rush Bobby Lashley combo. To me, it's almost like another Brock Lesnar Paul Heyman. That's oh yeah, that's you, might, what, you might get you might get something for that one. I well, I mean, correct me. Am I wrong? Because Leo Rush is hyping up Lashley just like Heyman hypes up Lesnar. Lesnar is a former MMA fighter. Bobby Lashley's a former MMA fighter. Brock Lesnar's initials are BL. Bobby Lashley's is also BL. Well, I don't think like, that, I don't think those things really matter. But I think, it's, <laughs> but yeah, I see what you're saying. <laughs> well, uh, I, I, never, saying I never I thought like, about. I, I never like thought about Lashley. 
Yeah, well, I like heel Lashley. I like heel Rush, but I I'm having a hard time picking them over Balor tonight. Because damn it, I want Finn Balor to win something like, and the yeah. title's on the line tonight. So I I want Balor to win so bad. I know, right? It, I think I think it's Balor's time to at least get some kind of title. It's been a while since he won the title, and I think they're gonna have to do that to keep to keep Finn, yeah to keep Finn he's happy. held one title, one title in the main roster, and then he had to give it up twenty four hours later. So wait, yeah, he hasn't had any other title besides that. Balor has not had any title in the main roster. I did not realize roster. that. Okay, then he is definitely winning because that's that's pretty sad. So I can see. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you say that he's definitely winning, there was a rumor circulating that they're supposed to put Finn Balor on the cruiserweight division after tonight. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. Are you serious? So I'm dead serious. Why they would do that when John Cena just endorsed him a few weeks back? I that's why I think the rumor is just that it's just a rumor. I hope but, they're freaking hell super wrong. That pisses me off. <laughs> I know. That's why I'm just. I'm hoping that it's just that that somebody just made up that rumor and that it's not going to happen because Balor is on a hot streak right now, and that's the last thing they need to do is put him on the cruiserweight show. My gosh, sorry the sound. That I I haven't heard those stories, and that kind of pisses me off that they actually did that. Oh. But but going into that, all right. Uh, I hate saying it because I'm like you. I want Lashley to succeed this go around, but I have to go with him. I'm picking Balor. No, I'd pick Balor too. I like Balor. Always, always like Balor. Uh, Cruiserweight Championship, uh, Buddy Murphy versus Tozawa. Murphy's still his champion, so I'm picking him. Murphy, me too. Uh, Raw Women's Champion, Ronda Rousey versus Ruby Riots. So this was announced, barely put together in less than a week and a half. What do you think about it? Yeah, you know, with that being... I think Ruby's going to win the title. She's not going to go to WrestleMania. This is such a throwaway match. Like, I don't even know why we're going to, we're not even going to spend a lot of time on this. Ronda's winning period. Man. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, one second. I agree with you there, sir. And, uh, next one, SmackDown tag team championship, the Miz and Shane versus the Usos. Running with the Miz and um, Shane McMahon storyline for though. a couple months now. I think I'm so just, I'm sorry. What? I what were you saying? Until this whole thing happened with Jim J. Uso recently, I think they were supposed to lose the titles, the Miz and Shane, and they were going to have some kind of fight and battle that builds up to WrestleMania. But now, with this whole Uso thing messing up, I think they're going to have to make the Miz and Shane keep the titles just for a little more longer. The whole plan was for them to have it a little bit longer, anyway. Was it? So, it, that's my idea, at least. I think I don't think oh. this is just going to be a simple throwaway angle with them as much as I would hope that it would be. Um, but honestly, yeah, I'm gonna. I was going to give it to Shane and Miz anyway, so I'm picking Shane and Miz tonight. Let's see. I uh, well, dang, I pick I picked that too just because of the problem that happened recently with uh, Jey Uso. Um, that just solidified it. So is that is that all in the matches besides the women's women's and the the chambers right? Yeah. Okay. Believe so. so women's tag team championship match, which t the first ever right uh, elimination chamber women's match. Clarify something, and I'm not going into any great detail, it, but back ever, right? in the old back in the old WWF days, either WWF or WWWF, there was at one time women's tag team titles before. So it's a rejuvenated no, title, but it hasn't been chamber. done in almost like 30, 40 it's years. It's not the chamber part. Dude. Is this the first time the girls are in a chamber? Or no, I forgot. The fr uh, they had their first chamber match last year. It's just the first tag team for women. Oh, sorry about all the sounds, guys. My computer's messing up. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, I, I just want to make sure. But yeah, the, t the women's tag team championship, um, there has been um, a variation long, long, long time ago. Travis is right about that for once. Uh, so Nia Jackson to me. I'm getting tired. Dang, <clears throat> wake up, Nia Jackson. Yeah, we're, we're almost done, bro. Nia Jackson to versus Riot Squad versus Mandy Rose versus Sonya Deville, and versus. We don't need. We don't need to go over all of. There's Carmella and there's Naomi as a team. Then you have got the Iconics and then yeah, Sonya and Mandy so, and, and, and then probably, Bailey and Sasha. There you go. So we can probably. Um, Weed out Naomi and Carmella. Can I tell you how I think this is going to end tonight? Yeah. yeah. 
So I think it's going to get down to three teams. Is, is this I a think, spoiler or is this a prediction? No, no. This is what I'm. This is what I'm thinking is going to oh, happen. Okay. So Bailey and Sasha they start with Carmella and Naomi, I believe. Hmm. Um, or is it Naomi and the, did Naomi and Carmella pick up the win? Yeah, they did. They did. So Sonia and Mandy are going to start the match. Okay. So the way I feel this is going to go is you're going to have Sasha and Bailey. They're going to go the entire match. Like, they're going to survive the chamber and get to the final three. The final three teams are going to be Sasha and Bailey, and it's going to be Tamina and Nia, and it's going to make it look like that they're going to be the dominant team and they're just going to walk away with the titles once they get in the chamber. But here's the thing. They're going to have a third team in there. The other team is the Iconics, and they're going to have Bailey and Sasha do all this hard work while they took this beat down from Nia and Tamina, and then Billy Kay and Peyton Royce, one of the two is going to roll up Sasha or Bailey when they're at the weakest. They're going to pin them for the three, and the Iconics will be the first women's tag team titles. So I think that sounds like a plan WWE would do. And honestly, out of all the teams, man, they're the only legitimate true team. Is it not kind of true? Sonya... Sonya and Mandy have been together since they came up to the main yeah, roster. Yeah, but they're never... As is not, the Riot Squad. That's true, but they're really not going to push them in the long run as tag team. You are correct. And, and, if, the rumors, and if the rumors are true, Mandy's supposed to face Asuka at WrestleMania, so... And if... What? What? Oh, wait, tell us this one. What? forward at the moment is that Asuka is set to defend the women's title against Mandy Rose at Wrestlemania. That is such a Vince move. It is. And here's the thing. They could easily... Be, you want to hear? This is going to make you even Don't more mad. The original idea when the whole Ronda and Ronda thing started taking off... Hmm. Uh, or, I'm sorry, the Becky and Ronda situation took off. Um, the original idea was to have Becky and Ronda one-on-one, and then they were going to rematch Charlotte and Asuka, this time as Asuka's champion, and coming back to beat the Queen as it's the WrestleMania rematch. So oh that was the original plans. I just, I just, and I really, I really hope that that, gets, that goes back to being the original plans. Like, I hope they get Charlotte kicked out. Like, my main hope is that they'll put Becky versus Charlotte at Fastlane. The winner goes on to face uh, Ronda one-on-one at Mania. Becky wins that, so she gets her one-on-one match, and then Charlotte goes after Asuka to get the women's title back over on SmackDown. That's what I'm hoping happens after the Fastlane pay-per-view. Like, that's what I really want to happen. I don't want the triple threat. That's how I really hope this plays out. But anyway, yeah. So you're right. They don't have long-term plans to be a tag team, Sonya and Mandy. But I don't think they're going to be at the end either. Man, I just I didn't I did not know any of those rumors at all. I'm obviously I don't really look at those kind of things. That, that pisses me off. I didn't never heard of that. Okay. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, really. Uh ruined my day right there. So, um what oh do we pick our who who who, who we think's gonna win? I honestly do and I was gonna go with them anyway. I think that's what's gonna happen and I'm picking the iconics, man. Iconics. So iconics I think you're probably gonna win, yeah. But I would not mind if Sasha Banks and Bailey won. Yeah, wouldn't mind that either. It but I honestly, I'm going with the Iconics. Okay. WWE Championship Elimination Chamber. Daniel Bryan is the champion. AJ Styles, Randy Orton, Samoa Joe, Jeff, Har- Jeff Hardy, and not Mustafa Ali. It is now Kofi Kingston. And you already know who I want to win. This chamber looks pretty dope. Like, Jeff, this looks like a, Jeff Hardy like, is going to win the chamber. Like right now. It's, her, it's his time. It is Jeff Hardy's time. Happen. What? It's not going to happen. Dude, it's his last really chance to do it. I'm so excited he's still like, they're pushing him as like one of those main happen, stars. Happen, Ramsey. I know, but aren't you excited a little bit they just push him as the main star still? I'm excited for that. Love it. That's what I'm saying. This chamber is actually a stat chamber. I love like, it. And it's guys that can actually go in a chamber. Mustafa Ali, because I actually am liking how they're building him. Mustafa, like, I actually on, like what they've been him. doing. Who doesn't like him? But, huh? Who doesn't like Mustafa Ali, honestly? 
honestly, I'm glad that they kind of took him out and Kofi, and especially really? after that performance that? on SmackDown. Dude, Kofi deserves to be in this match. Oh, no, that I agree. I think Mustafa pushed too quick to the main card. I 100% agree Kofi as deserves a spot more than Mustafa. Be stoked about, and I really hope that this is the case because they're on the poster on the network now. Like that match is the the match that's po- that's on the poster for the network. Oh, yeah. Dude, this may be the one of the first pay per views in a long time that the WWE title is the main event. Has it not been in a while? Last month it wasn't. It was the Royal Rumble that was the main oh, event. Oh damn, you're right. Before that, and then the, the month before that they had. Uh, it, they had Brian and Styles, but that wasn't the main event. Um, I can't remember offhand which uh, what it was. The uh, it was the TLC match, the the triple threat one with Oscar and Charlotte and Becky. And then you had Survivor Series, where yes, uh, Daniel Bryan main evented against Brock Lesnar, but it wasn't for the title. It was just mm-hmm. a champion versus champion match. Oh wow! I didn't even realize that, Travis. That again, the Universal Title was the main event for Crown Jewel. Yeah. Then you go even further back, you get my point? Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, who are we picking? Who are you picking? Uh, honestly, uh, you know, Brian, so I'm still pretty confident he walks away the winner. But now, honestly, there is a part of me, and I'm going to go with it. I'm, I'm going to run with it. I'm picking Kofi tonight. I think they're going to pull a freaking fast one. And I think, or at least I think they're capable of doing it. this he'll because drop, he'll probably drop it a fast lane, though, right? Could because Daniel Bryan, like it's no, there's no real cut, real cut definition of who's going to face Daniel Bryan for the title, like who they would put him in a program. But here's the crazy the part, though, Travis. The crazy part is, is that is Daniel Bryan's on such a hot run, and they made that special belt. That'd be kind of like a shame to get rid of the belt so quick, don't you think, or no? It's probably not going to happen, but I'm saying I wouldn't be surprised though if they make a run for that. You know what I mean? Because you could easily, easily, and if Daniel Bryan wants to get over more as a heel, think of this: What if Kofi pulls up the upset tonight? He brings back obviously the 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 strap, the leather strap title. Mm -hmm. But what if Daniel Bryan comes out for? Because you know the New Day would do like a big celebration party this upcoming uh, Tuesday. So right, yeah. So. So what if during that celebration, Daniel Bryan comes out, is like, stop all the celebration because even though that chamber match took place, remember, like I said, I am not WWE's champion. I am not a company's champion. I am the planet's champion, and he still is carrying the belt. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it then becomes, it's more of a symbolic nature, and he could still claim to be the planet's champion and hold it up and everything like that. And that would just make it be like, this dude is so delusional now because he's still thinking he's a champion simply because he's holding up a title and calling it the planet's champion when it is the actual WWE title. You know? And then they can do the whole, you know, quote-unquote, they would be like a title-for-title type of situation at Fastlane, and that's where he can get it back. I wouldn't mind that, honestly. That's actually a good storyline. That's better than most of the stuff they come up with. It would be a very short storyline. But that would just be because you would do two things with that. You would send Kofi into the main event scene because he deserves to be there. And two, you create intrigue for the SmackDown brand just like that. And you have it for a full month. And you have it the full month before WrestleMania season really kicks into high gear. So that's when you can really start marketing WrestleMania hardcore and building intrigue for the WWE title match at Mania, whoever it's against. So I do agree with those points, but here's the thing. I do not think Kofi was even supposed to be in this spot. Obviously, it's because Mustafa Ali is really injured and his eyes messed up. They did this. They they're going to take advantage of this injury and make it you know some Mustafa Ali versus Randy Orton feud. I get that, but I just don't think they have long term plans for Kofi to go main event or secondary main event WrestleMania. I just don't think Vince has. You're right. I don't think Vince has in him to trust him with those kind of things. You're you're right, and I do agree with that. But I'm just saying, even so, you don't have to make this a long-term storyline. The whole purpose behind uh, the title going back to Daniel Bryan at Fastlane and giving Kofi this this one-month title reign mm-hmm. is just to get him into that main event scene. 
That's it. It's not designed for him to stay there necessarily, but it's just it's kind of like what they did with Chris Jericho back in 2000 when he beat Triple H that night for the mm-hmm. title, and then he had to come back out later that night and give it back. You remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The whole point of that was just to show that Jericho was a main event player. And the crowd reacted to that, and that told WWE that this guy's a main event talent. So that's what I'm saying, is it's serving that exact same purpose by just that one-month title reign. Jeff Hardy had a one-month title reign when he first held the title. I want to talk about it. I'm just saying, it's it's not out of the realm of possibility to think that WWE won't do it. Yeah, I know. Uh... You're so, right, yeah, I'm going to run with Kofi. Oh, I always like Kofi. The last time they pushed Kofi, I was like, oh, yeah, hell yeah. I was really excited for Kofi to be pushed. And then something didn't come to fruition. So, But I'm going I'm to run with it, dude. I'm going to actually go for it. I'm picking Kofi in this. Man, that's crazy. Well, I cannot do my boy wrong, Jeff Hardy. When it's push comes to shove, Jeff Hardy. All day long. Er, we is, both we both w, know that it's going to be Daniel Bryan, but is still. Is WWE going to pick him? Probably not. But do I want him to win? Yes. Do I think he could main event WrestleMania better than most of these guys on the card? Yes. Thank you very much. Okay. Yeah. But you know what? We'll see tonight. It'll be interesting to see how this chamber goes. I just think Jeff Hardy still has the it factor. I don't know if I'm, maybe I'm just uh, biased, but I think he still has that factor where he can still Yes, you're, you're biased. Oh. Okay. That's all it is. <laughs> Okay, Undertaker boy and Sting guy. You buy yeah, a, I, buy a yeah, I get gun. it. Go ahead, it's cool. You buy a son of a gun. Oh well. <laughs> All right. I think people people would buy Sting and Taker over Jeff Hardy right now. I'm just saying. Um, uh, I don't care what you say because yep. Because <laughs> the writing's on the wall. Is that why? There we go. Don't get me started, Travis. I'm start singing now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anything else you want to add? No, nah, bro. I think we got it. All right. Well, carry us out, sir. Thank you again for listening this week. We always appreciate you tuning in and listening to us jibber-jabber about BS wrestling for an almost sometimes hour show, maybe close to that hour mark this time. If you want to go and – yeah, see? So if you want to go and follow us and our knucklehead selves – you can head on over to Twitter and follow the Rumbling Rumors page. Knucklehead what are we in, some 1950s show? Uh, you can follow Ramsey at WWE Ramsey. You can follow me at Travis underscore Falhark. You can also go to the Facebook and you can like us on Facebook the, and visit you, Go to the Facebook. Huh? <laughs> go to the Facebook. You sound like an go old to man. the Facebook. You sound like an old man today. Why are you trying, dude? Oh, no, I'm just, I'm stop throwing me off. Stop throwing me off my game. Anyway, crap. go visit rubblyrumors.com to go and read great articles done by one of our best writers, Gordon Roop. <laughs> and then you can also check out a couple cool wallpapers designed by this nutcase who doesn't let me finish my sentences. But other than that, thank you again, and we'll be back next week with more. You knuckleheads, you guys have a good day. <laughs> Peace and out. Bye. <laughs>